So welcome everyone. This is Roots Revival Interfaith. This is our Sunday service. Every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern, our summer hours. You can catch us here on TikTok, on YouTube at Ask Ivy, or anywhere you receive a podcast. If this is the first time you've tuned in with us, but you want to go back and listen to previous sermons, uh, you could do that here on YouTube at Ask Ivy. Hit the playlist for Roots Revival, or again, anywhere you receive a podcast. I do have with us today our numerologist, Danny Johnson, and our astrologer, Reverend Christina Del Rey. I'm Ivy Rivera, psychic medium, and we are talking today about changing your focus. It's the journey, not the destination. Now, I do want to invite you guys to post your questions and comments. This is an interactive church, so we try to engage with you throughout the sermon. I also encourage you to post your prayer and healing requests now, and donations are greatly appreciated. A little bit later on in the service here, we will be getting to prayer and healing requests. Okay, so what are we really talking about with this? Uh, a need to change your focus because you are excessively focused on the outcome, the destination, the, the ultimate goal, the payout versus the journey itself. This is going to lead to some pretty significant problems in your everyday life that many of you have probably been overlooking. And before I talk about a couple of these, I want to reach out to those of you in particular who have been through trauma. When we've been through a traumatic childhood or if we have generational trauma handed down, even if it wasn't that bad in your family growing up, but it came from previous generations, or if you went through something in your life that was really disturbing, you may have developed whether passed down from bad family habits or on your own, you may have developed some of these coping mechanisms. And some people may just have this. Okay, so we want to be mindful. Signs that you are not in the present moment, rooted, grounded, centered, living in the now, part of the journey, okay, are number one, you're irritated or you're irritable with everyone, with everything, you're dissatisfied. Number two, you have anxiety, nervousness. You're constantly nitpicking at things that need to be done, repetitive, cyclical thoughts, out of control. Try to lay down at night and you're like tense, you can't relax. Your dreams may even reflect the things that you're nervous about. Number three, you feel blocked from spirit. You feel like you're not connected to the universe, receiving messages anymore. You're distant from your ancestors and guides. You're not sure why. Maybe your routine hasn't changed. Maybe you're still getting up and you're doing your morning meditation or prayers, but something feels off. Okay. Along with this, hand in hand goes a loss of peace, a general sense of something being off base and you can't figure out what like there's just some type of discord within you so a great example of this i often fall into that category today i went for my my walk down at the river for my um, daily exercise and i noticed that in myself i felt disconnected i felt irritable you know i didn't have a sense of peace and i said this is funny because yes i have a lot of things going wrong but that's always I shouldn't be feeling this bad. So I asked Spirit, I said, what is it? And they said, it's your will. You are too focused on things that you want to have happen, the way you want to see people behave, the things that you feel you, you need to have. And you've lost your way. You've gotten disconnected from just being in the flow. And I immediately released. I did exercises to let go. I think it was last week here we did detachment or the week before, if you guys want to go back and look at that sermon, that is sort of a lead up to today. Detach, let go, release, 
get back in the flow of things. So that's a really common one. I know I'm not the only one on, on that one. Number four, you're too hard on yourself. You don't even probably realize that you're that hard on yourself. You may be hard on others also, but it's sort of this nagging perfectionistic attitude toward yourself. And along with that, I find comes hand in hand a, a, an unwillingness to just be self-loving, you know, just to take time to maybe buy those extra flowers for yourself or stop and get that coffee or to make your lemon water or to do nothing for an hour, whatever. Like, don't push so hard, okay? Number five, and this is the last one um, I'm going to talk about, uh, you have a one-track mind. You're obsessive. It's this energy that you have that's like, I got this. I got this. I'm on this. Uh, you're like Miss Fix-It, Mr. Fix-It. Your mind is almost obsessively focused on something because you have your hand of control, which is ego, which is fear, on a situation or people. I find people are doing this most commonly in three key areas, but of course there are more. That is with a lover. You are trying to parent not partner because you're afraid of it failing. Okay. Also with your children, you are a helicopter parent. You will not allow for a free range kid and work and money workaholism. Okay. So this is where we see the easiest areas I think to be overcome by the destination and forget about the journey itself. I just want to point out a couple things before I switch this over to Reverend Danny and Reverend Christina. Uh, so, you know, again, we we tend to do this with love. Um, a lot of people are on a mission to find a love partner and lock something down. But I just want to mention, for those of you out there who are on that trip and are being pressured by your parents, by society, okay, by all generational standards that you must marry, you must find this thing. Just saying, research shows the unhappiest group of people in the world are married women. The most unhappy individuals on the planet Earth, okay? The happiest people on Earth are married men because women are being drained. So let me tell you, sister, you better get real comfortable waiting. And if something good doesn't show up, let it pass on by. I also want to talk a little bit about money. We think that doing a good job is going to make us more money, and it may. In some cases, it will, for sure. Or we think that being a workaholic and bringing your A-game, being perfectionistic is really going to help you in your career. And yes, in some cases, it will. But that's the law of the world. In the law of the universe, it works against law of attraction and manifestation. Law of attraction and manifestation will not feed greed. You have to have an attitude of gratitude and be grateful for where you are and at peace and harmonious, present in order to attract more. Don't forget there's a huge difference between hustling and chasing it down and attracting it and calling it to you. Okay. And the other category I wanted to talk about is happiness. I see too many people, this one breaks my heart a bit, too many people asking, what can I do to be happy? Will my next lover make me happy? Will this job change make me happy? If I move to California and I get a little place on the beach, will I be happy? Um, it's, it doesn't work that way. So we have to remember that if we can't find a way to be happy with what we have and where we are now, we're not going to feel happy later, no matter what changes. You have to work on happiness like a tool, like a craft, something that you produce from your own willingness here, wherever you are now. And if you can master that, you're going to find happiness in any situation. And when you do get that end result that you want, it'll be 10 times as happy. Okay, but it doesn't work that way. It's not later, if, when, I have, I need, again, that works against law of attraction and manifestation. Also, technically, that's ego. Okay, so I want to open this up to Reverend uh, Danny and Reverend Christina. What do you guys want to say about this?
Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, I appreciate everything that you just um, mentioned. Um, um, I the um, when reflecting and preparing for today, especially when when we were discussing um, journey versus outcome, and when channeling, one of the things that came up. <coughs> excuse me. Ironically, now I've only been camping twice in my life, but spirit gave this example of camping when it comes to like the journey, the journey versus the outcome. So um, the example that spirit gave was um, thinking about um, going camping, the outcome being the campsite and imagine the campsite being in the middle of the woods. But the journey is as we're going along and following the path to get to the campsite that's in the middle of the woods, how important it is for us to be present as we're walking this path. Because the thing is, in order for us to enjoy the uh, experience of camping, there are things that we need. So in spirit had to give me these things because these are not very familiar to me. Um, they spirit said like the canteen and the light and the tent and the compass and there are probably other things that are needed for camping, maybe a little grill or something. And um, what Spirit said was, if we're not mindful and aware of our surroundings and being very, I, I love how you describe gratitude, being grateful for the process of getting to the middle of the woods, to the campsite, instead of just trying to bolt to it, we will end up in the middle of the woods at this campsite without the tools that we need in order to uh, to actually enjoy the weekend. So imagine us in the middle of, so we sprint to the campsite, then we have no tent, we have no air mattress or whatever you sleep on. You have no food, you, have, you don't have anything, the things that you need. So if by not being present and just by only focusing on getting to the middle of the woods, we're gonna have to retrack our, our steps anyways, because I, I'm not sitting in the middle of the woods without a thing. Like well, plenty of torture and that's about it. Yeah, that's not it. Me and the sticks in the woods, that's not So I myself, and I think a lot of us would have to go back and retract our steps to get the canteen, to get the tent, to get the blankets and all of that. And the thing is, more than likely, our guides are telling us, our guides are with us to show us and tell us how to make the most of this journey. And our guides are probably pointing to the canteen, to the tent, and we're just like, bye, uh, I'm busy. And <laughs> we have to retrack our, retrack our steps. And our guides are like, yeah, we're still here. And here is your lovely little tent. <laughs> Enjoy. And so if uh, by enjoying that process and being grateful, oh, look, I have the tools that I need. Let me pick them up. And not rushing through the process will end up not only where we need to be, but with everything that we need and will end up growing through the process of going camping. And they were just describing, I, I feels like the the camping in the woods were, were a metaphor as well because of trees and the tree of life and how it's cyclical. So that was um, an example of how, um, what spirit showed in terms of why and enjoying the journey and being present for the journey is so important and not just to focus on the outcome. Uh, Spirit also just showed and described how being present allows for us to enjoy the process. And the thing is, by on the journey, we're going to end up meeting different versions of ourselves. And that process, even though it can be exciting, when we look at the process, um, like hindsight is twenty twenty. when we look at and we see, wow, look at who I grew into. When we're facing that process and preparing to meet who we're going to be, it's scary. And it's like, who is this going to be? Is this someone who I can handle? Am I going to like this person? What is that? How am I going to meet them? But once the, one thing that Spirit said, and which really resonated, that things that what I've experienced before as well, and maybe probably many others too, is that when we meet this, these new versions of ourselves, they very likely and very often connect back to a past life that we've lived. So the new version of ourselves is much more familiar than we would even give it credit for. And I remembered um, Spirit kind of put me in this place of uh, when I had, there was um, 2019, maybe like I sort of so much prepared me to train with you in mediumship. And I went through this process, this kind of cleansing and uh, preparatory process, I felt like. And I remembered know, knowing and feeling that I was growing into a new version of myself. I didn't know, quite know who this person would be. But I just kept hearing, keep going, just keep going. And as I started to 
um, embrace and feel this new version of myself, I kept having deja vus. Like I kept having this, this sense of familiarity and it's like, well, this person isn't new. This is just new to me in this lifetime, but this person is not a brand new version of myself. And so that helped me to, um, it helps me now to be able to, even though it's scary still at times, to be willing to embrace the process and to be willing and be a bit more embracing of this new person, even though it's that it never stops being scary. It still is a little bit nerve wracking. We just know that it's not going to be someone out of the blue. Like this is someone who has been with us and, um, and that our Akashic Record Guide will make sure that we're familiar with who this person is. And uh, being present during the journey also allows for us to feel real joy, like authentic joy. And like that joy that is there regardless of the circumstances. And um, so that's, uh, I really appreciate the chance to, you know, for us to have been able to reflect on uh, the journey and the process today. So that's kind of like what spirit. I, I love that. Authentic joy. And I think that when we're feeling weighed down, bogged down, like I said this afternoon, I had to stop and say, I do feel blocked. I have lost my peace. It's not just my circumstances. What is wrong? And when spirit said, well, it's you, your will is getting in the way, your ego, your, your fear, your desire to fix things is getting in the way. Let go, let go. As I did that, it was like weight was lifting off my back through every exercise that I did, every, every part of my life I caught that I had started doing it probably over the last couple of days. It was like a monkey was jumping off my back. I got lighter, lighter, lighter. And I, I could feel a smile come to my face when the next person on the path crossed me sort of like scowling at them, you know, like don't get in my walk lane, <laughs> get your bike out of here. You know, it was like, I was lighter every time it really does affect your joy. Uh, I also just wanted to say, uh, you were talking about new versions of yourself along the journey. If you're really on the journey, you're not, trying to level jump, you know, you're not on a freight train to the, to the destination, looking for that instant gratification. When you're really on the journey, there are new versions of yourself all the time. So if you know people around you who are never growing, they've been the same for 50 years, they're not getting this. You should be a new version of yourself all the time. And like Reverend Danny said, it's like, when you get there, you figure, wow, I'm really different. I've definitely changed. This is strange, but you know yourself somehow because everyone we've been in our past life is part of our higher mind. It's a graduation. It's like a coming together. It's almost like a reunion and it should be happening always. That's beautiful. I love how you call it a reunion. That's exactly what it feels it is. like. Yeah. Uh, Reverend Christina, you were going to say something too? Oh, I just want to interrupt real quick. Um, for those of you who tuned in late, feel free to start posting your questions and comments, as well as your prayer and healing requests. We'll be taking them. I think we lost. Can you hear me now? You got your mic? Yeah, sorry. I forgot to plug it in. It's just one of those days. Mercury retrograde. Um, so I don't know how Danny does this. Danny, I don't get it. It's the Leo thing or something. We are connected. Um, so today, I've never been camping in my entire life. Okay. Not once. And today I was like an hour in the camping section of Walmart and in Target. Okay. Oh my God. Yeah. So I was checking out every single little camping tool. I was looking for a specific thing and I'll let you know later on the Roots Revival chat. But um, it's just so bizarre that you said that because I mean, it was literally like two hours ago that I was standing in the store. But anyways. That so is that's synchronicity me. right there. That's, yeah, and right that's, there. that's obviously like a message directly for me. So thank you for that. Um, but anyway, um, so we are talking about shifting your focus. So I wanted to talk a little bit about checking your focus and making sure that it is high vibrational versus low vibrational because it makes a big difference. 
if you are focusing on your status, what your status will be. I know, and, and you know, like we were all 20 at one time and you know, we wanted a certain status or, but that really isn't high vibrational. Low, other low vibrational things, money, revenge, thinking of only yourself, power plays. These are all focuses that are, they're not, they're low vibrational and you're going to pull in low vibrations. And um, when you get what you want, it's not going to be enjoyable. And, you know, it, 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 like, for instance, a woman decides to focus on, you know, she wants $3 million and she's focusing on it, focusing on it, and she ends up getting it, but she gets it because she becomes disabled in a car accident and now she can't enjoy it. You know what I mean? Like, so if you're, if you are manifesting something low vibrational, how do you expect spirit to support that? So you have to make sure you're in alignment with your soul and your soul contract. And you have to make sure that, and, and by how, how you do this is that you, you have to be in the moment, like Ivy was saying, and you have to tap into your creativity, your passion. You have to, you have to tap into what makes you unique. You know, you, I mean, we, we can't all be, you know, we can't all be musicians or famous musician. You know what I mean? Like that's a great status, you know, like we would all like to be Alicia Keys, but we don't have Alicia Keys talent, right? So we have to find our own talent. But if you're going after, if your focus is on something that isn't you or is low vibrational, you're not like nothing is going to come become of that. So you have to get to know yourself. You have to connect with source. And then once you understand that, you know, you have talents, everybody has their own unique talents. We're all born with them. We're all born with talents to bless Um you know, other people. So no matter what that is, you have to align with your soul's purpose to find it. And whether that be through prayer, through astrology, through numerology, through mediumship, but there is, you know, you need that greater connection. If you don't feel connected to yourself, you can't manifest high vibrational um, things in your life. So that is one thing you have to make sure that you have you know, I mean, everybody wants money, right? I mean, money's great. Who doesn't love money? But if that's your focus and your only focus, that's low vibrational. So it has to be, if you're, if you're going to manifest money, it has to be because you're doing something to serve the universe or serve God and relates to your soul purpose and what you came here to learn. Because if you're so far off course, you know, you're not going to be able to be happy ever. It's false happiness. It's false. And, you know, if you, I know that like in some poorer countries, you see, you know, kids running around and they're happy and they don't even really realize they're poor. They're not really lacking anything. When we, when we come, like we're spoiled as Americans, we're spoiled and we come, we look at what everybody else has and then we come from lack. And lack is not a place to start from. First, you have to look at what you have and you have to be grateful in order for that to multiply. And Ivy touched on that. Um, you have to make sure that, you know, you are, you are using what you have and you are grateful for what you have. And then you have to baby step that out into more high vibrational. Um, here, you know, in, in America, we have entitlement and selfishness. This is the me culture. And that is low vibrational. You know, we, you know, we are just, we're just trying to get to the top. And those are not, that, that is not where your focus should be. Your focus has to be on your purpose. What is your life purpose? Um, so you need to ask yourself, how can I fulfill my life purpose and serve? And, you know, Saturn says there are no easy ways. You have to, even if you make it to fame really quick, 
that's going to tank on you in some way <laughs> because it wasn't high, high vibrational to begin with. So you have to do the work. Um, when you talk about new versions of ourselves, I can remember, you know, going through like eclipses tend to push us into change. And I remember last year after the eclipses, my phone wouldn't recognize my face no matter what I did. And it was like, and I, and I tried, I don't know if Ivy, I don't know if you remember that or not. I, I was I, like, that was nuts. It was. And I was like, I feel like I'm not the same person. Yep. And it, I've tried every single thing to get it to recognize my face. And I had to re-image my face. It would not recognize that there was no reason why none. I mean, you know, there probably was astrologically at the time and I can't remember, but you know, and, and, and why would your phone just stop recognizing your face? Well, it was a new version of me. I was leveling up. So, um, you know, and that's, that's what we're supposed to be doing when we're staying the same, you know, we're, we're not changing then we're not serving our purpose and we're not manifesting. We're not focusing on that high vibration. We're focusing in the wrong direction. And, you know, and, and like, like Danny said, it's more about the destination. It's more about, actually, I was just talking to my aunt um, yesterday and she said something really profound. And she said that she had never really had the experience of um, a special needs child and her um her son and daughter-in-law had a special needs child and she was really afraid and then she laid eyes on the child and fell instantly in love and now is like over the moon can't believe this experience that god gave her and she's so grateful and i think that that is really like shifting your focus and being so grateful and not even realizing how rich an experience would be because you know you're mo most of the time you're like no you know what i mean i don't want that but life presented it to her and she embraced it and now she's so much she says now that she um will leave the earth fuller than when she would that and she would have if she had left without this child in her life so it's just those things like shifting your focus, but in that high vibrational way. I, I love that. So many of the times, you know, we don't even know what we don't want. We don't even understand what it is that we think we don't want. We're like, oh, I can't have that experience. This can't happen to me. I can't allow things to become that. And it's like, you don't even know what that is. You have no idea what that entails or what We've it all done it. Do. We've all done it. But it's Right, true. right. We just don't know. And so that's that's where that blind faith comes in. Mm -hmm. Trusting the universe. Yeah. That willingness to move forward in blind faith and not have to keep your hand on the situation or the relationship all the time. Um, I do want to encourage you guys right now tuning in. Donations are appreciated. We are accepting donations at this time. Also, post your prayer and healing requests now. We're about to go over those. And if you have any questions or comments on today's sermon, we're going to be taking those now. I just want to comment on a couple things. Uh, when Christina was talking about the phone recognition, I totally remember that after the eclipse, her face had changed so much that her phone would not recognize her. And um, Christina and I talk a lot about eclipses being death. They bring death, but with death comes birth. And it was like new DNA, you know, like you level up your DNA too. And so I think that's something we should all be mindful of, um, you know, when it is time for you to go through transformation or you feel things trying to leave uh, people, situations, trying to exit your life, an, an eclipse may very well be the time for that. And I think too, on this face identification, that um, meme, it's like a cartoon of a butterfly and the butterfly sitting and having a cup of coffee across from a caterpillar and the caterpillar's like you've changed and the butterfly said well i should hope so we're supposed to <laughs> like how adorable yes there should be uh, a growth that you're proud of and and aware of and um i think a lot of people also don't want to get too invested in that part of the process because it can mean a discord 
with those closest to us sometimes, habitually close to us, not literally close to us. Also, um, my last comment I wanted to make on this, um, then Danny, I don't know if you had something else to say and I'm going to get to questions, but you made the comment about America, America being a me culture. And I think that so much of that me culture, what can I get for me? What can I do for me? This sort of dog eat dog mentality really leads to that lack of empathy that we see. And one of the things coming to the surface, you know, right now, more so than it, than it has been, I think in many, many years is that we're having to look at other people's walks and we're having to identify how other groups of people have been suffering due to the consequences of that me culture and people are really struggling with it. There are a lot of people out there who cannot seem to get in the flow of recognizing that this change needs to happen. And a lot of it really does come down, you know, to what we're, to what we're talking about today and that me culture leading to that theft. You know, you can't just steal from other people's culture, you, you know, colonization, capitalism, the patriarchy, you can't just come and keep stealing from everyone else. We are going to have to come together as a country here and start creating something as one, you know, or it's going to go down. It, it can't continue. And this is a huge part of it. It's not about the outcome. It is about the journey. We all need to get on this page. Did you guys have anything else to add to that? Um, I um, so uh, appreciate when... Um, Christina, when you had mentioned about uh, other people, like seeing other people and their and their gifts and their talents, and it was um, it's interesting how this if we're all deeply connected. This Leo thing sometimes it really is uh, it is so present. And what something you said tonight as well just really resonated. And spirit was just like ding uh, because when you were describing other people's gifts, it uh, spirit. Uh, excuse me, kind of came through and was talking and spoke about um, comparing ourselves to other people while we're on the journey. And it's just, um, I know that we have, I've interviewed spoken before about like how the, the, the process of growing and evolving is not a pretty process. It is icky and awful at times, wonderful, but it can feel uncomfortable. And so Christine, when you were describing how um, other people and their gifts, what Spirit said was, the thing of comparing ourselves to other people while we are on the journey, and you know what, what our process might look like internally, um, is not necessarily how another person's person is journeying themselves because they might present a certain way, but it doesn't mean that their journey is any more significant or any more powerful than ours is. And something that came through as well, like when the thing with comparing like our gifts to other people's is. Um, very often our talents and our gifts come from our ancestors. They're a part of our lineage. It's a part of our ancestry. So when we have these beautiful gifts of our own that we are comparing to other people's and thinking and feeling that, we're, that they're not good enough, they've been passed down to us from our ancestors and our ancestors very often are probably waiting to be able to help us to cultivate these gifts because and these talents because it came from them. So then they see us um, almost disrespect, well, not almost, because sometimes even disrespecting and um, uh, not giving the credit due to these amazing gifts that they've given us. And they're just like, oh, wow, okay, well, this is ours. This is, you know, we, generations across the veil are waiting to uh, help us to develop these gifts and to help us because very often they're like, their goal and mission is to help us with our life purpose, as you were describing. And um, how, um, you know, I know there is, they, they don't have ego, you know, ancestors, you know, the spirit doesn't have ego, but it is uh, a little bit in the general context of things sad to think about them waiting to be able to help us with something that they probably passed down to us. And we're saying it's not good enough, you know? So that's just as you were describing that spirit was just was like, okay, like this is something for me to can really, really remember. So Amen. You. So true. Yeah, like we should honor honor. Them, yeah. Honor them and honor ourselves as well. Yep. And stop, you know, stop thinking of your ancestors as these fairy godmothers that are supposed to come in and fix things for you. You know, th this is work. 
This is work. It's, it's our turn. It's our turn here. You know, step up. Um, we can do so much better. I love that. And they are here to help. Um, Deb uh, Basil, I believe it is. Thank you so much for the donation. Uh, you guys bear with me. I'm doing technology on my own today for the first time. Uh, we have a question here from Jill Marie. So, or a comment. Uh, she said, Jill says, my favorite Alice in Wonderland quote is, it's no use going back to yesterday because I'm a completely different person. It's so true. That's my uh, favorite um, children's story and reflects so much of adulthood and the, you know, the life's journey um, in itself. It's, it's, a, it's not just, even though today we are focused very much on staying centered on the journey and not looking too much to the future, but we have done sermons here in the past where we talked about not getting stuck in the past as well. And that's one thing. You move, you grow, you change, stay fluid and keep rolling with it. There is no going back. There should be movement. Mm -hmm. That is really powerful. And I love this, like the quote saying completely different person. So that yeah. like such freedom in that to come let go of what was and to um, embrace what is who we are and what's coming. That's yeah, for sure. Okay, so we have another one here from Julie. How do you suggest discerning between goal-oriented behavior, which still benefits the me, and just being me-centered? Um, well, I'll go first on that. The list of things that I talked about in the beginning of the sermon, and if you didn't get to catch that, this will be published. And so you can go back through YouTube here in the playlist or anywhere you receive a podcast, and you can go back and listen. But I talked about being irritated, irritable with everyone, with everything, with yourself, anxiety, nervousness, cyclical patterns of thinking, being blocked from spirit, having no peace, being hard on yourself, perfectionism, being hard on others, having a one-track obsessive mind. I got this. I got this. So like nervous and tense over things that when you let go, you realize, oh my God, I was really uptight. You can't relax at night. You have dreams about this thing. All of that is a sign. What did you guys want to add to that? That's a great question. That, that is. Um, uh, something else that it feels like uh, Spirit is sharing is that like the difference between being goal-oriented and just being um, focused on what we might want is, so when we set a goal, and especially, um, I, know, I love that we were speaking about um, alignment tonight and listening, because when we set a goal and we tell our guides and we, we, well, we share with our guides and we share with our ancestors, this is the goal that I have for myself. Please guide me. Please um, give me direction as I go. Um, by doing that, it's like when we set a goal, it's like, of course, they want to help us to attain them. And the thing is, like, as we're going, um, even though the goal might be still the same, the way it's like kind of being me centered might be okay. This is the route I'm going to take. These are the steps I'm going to take. I'm not letting anything get in my way. This is what's going to happen. But if we are open and listening, which is to think a part of that discerning process, our guides, especially our protector guide, if we say, you know what, I'm going to go three blocks up, but I'm taking a left. And our protector guide might say, you know what, I'm going to help you reach your goal, but I, you're not going to go three blocks up and take a left. You're going to go five blocks up and then around the circle because something could be waiting around the corner for front waiting around the corner for you that's not right and there are many ways for us to get you to this goal but it's not going to be that way today and listening to them and even though it might take us a little longer to get there we'll get there safely and there's nothing more that our guides and our ancestors want us to want to do than to help us to attain our goals so that trust as we were talking about tonight too is um can be helpful and powerful for us as well and uh, I mean, you were speaking about will earlier today. Um, that will can kind of keep us locked into something yeah. that probably is not even the best route and might end up causing us unintentional harm. For sure. Um, so Julie and I have long conversations while she does my eyelashes about these kind of things. So, <laughs> but um, she she's extremely psychic and um, you know, probably has all those things you just described, Ivy. But um, 
I think just connecting to spirit, I've been trying to tell Julie to meditate and connect with her guides, just like you were saying. Um, so I think that, you know, she's on the right track, but she, um, you know, she's, she's young yet. She's, she's second guesses herself. So, um, I think connecting with spirit, meditating, connecting with your guides, those are all things that will lead you to the, the right way. But you know, you're, you, you're so intuitive, you know, I will also say this. We love to believe that the universe will back us in the things that we want to do. Bethany uh, Renner, thank you so much for your donation. But the reality is sometimes things aren't working. You are beating your head up against a rock. And it's not just a matter of effort. It's not going to work. Because if we don't understand how to stay in our lane and fulfill our life contract... If you're picking and choosing jobs and work that are not for you, um, you know, you're going to find that you're just wasting your energy. So it's also important if you don't know what your life purpose is, if you don't know how to cultivate your gifts and abilities and talents and why you came to earth, book a life contract reading with me, book a numerology chart with Reverend Danny, book an astrology chart with Reverend Christina. Get some ballpark idea of what you're supposed to be doing with your time here. Because it's very, very easy with the pressures of society, your parents, school, to get off track and to stay off track. Okay, we need to be mindful. All right. I think I'm doing pretty good clicking a button. All right, so we got another one here from David. I just had a very heated argument with my friend who is 67 about the me culture of most boomers, the as long as I get what I want, screw everyone else mentality, and it's infuriating. And then we had a comment here from Chicken Mama who says, yes, we all need to get on the same page in regards to uh, American culture and things like this. So we definitely have some generational wars um, it's a very interesting time. Um, I think it's important that we all stop periodically and really observe why we're here at this particular time. You know, this this is an opportunity for us to level up once and for all and to create some really positive change. But I, I agree with both of them. It's a lot. Okay, so I'm going to um, go through and start on these prayer and healing requests the best that I can. Okay, let me go back up here to the top. I know um, I will try to um, uh, post them here and I just ask that at this time, um, you guys you know, join together with us to offer prayer and healing over everyone. Let's come together as a community makes us stronger. All right. Holy Spirit, we thank you for being with us today. We thank you for always watching over, guiding, encouraging us. We offer up these prayer and healing requests to you. Please help those in need to receive and to be aware of your continued support as we go forward. We have one here from Bethany. I would like to pray for my brother, Jeffrey. I don't know what he's going through, but his spirit emits sickness. He feels stuck. And prayers over Jeffrey that he can find the inner peace and the release that he needs and also prayers over Bethany that she knows how to be an encouragement without it becoming a bogging difficult energy for her as they go forward. Amen. We have one for Vanessa. Please pray for my brother, Alan to get his health on track.
Okay, Spirit, we ask that you give Alan the encouragement that he needs and that he find the strength within himself to do what he has to do continuously. And we ask that he has the support of the medical system, the holistic system, energy workers around him, and that Vanessa can offer him the support he needs without being drained of her own energy in the meantime. Amen. We have another one from A Black, a prayer for healing my sons. May they find themselves. Spirit, we ask that you help Miss Black to feel some encouragement and inner peace on this journey to know that she's doing a fantastic job as a mother and that her hard work is instilled in them, even if she can't see it all the time. Help them to hear her voice and help, help them to hear your voice in finding their way. Amen. There's another one over Deb Basil. This may be an odd request, but can you pray for my cat Lola? She has severe asthma. We know how horrible that is in the heat, especially. Prayers over Lola. Spirit, please help her to, to be more comfortable and to find some new solutions through the next few months as it gets hotter and hotter. And please also help Deb to find the assistance that she needs to create that atmosphere for Lola. Amen. One more over um, Chicken Mama, a prayer request. I'd like to uplift all three of you and Paul and to everyone tuning in. Pray for me that I continue to move forward in my life, that I stay on the right track I'm supposed to be on. Thank you. So thank you. Chicken Mama, you stole my prayer request, which was <laughs> over us reverends as we're going, each of us, through a lot of change in our own lives. We do need your strength and prayers and encouragement. I assure you, it is much appreciated. And we are lifting up your name. Spirit, please help her to stay on track and to not give in to her logic or her emotions, but rather to follow that still small voice as she goes forward on a healing journey into better days. Um, <clears throat> I have uh, just a couple more here, um, prayer requests as well. Um, I'd love to lift up everyone um, for whom today is a difficult day. Father's Day can bring uh, mixed emotions and lots of different feelings. Um, we want to lift up everyone um, who might be experiencing this day as uh, a day of mourning. Uh, if for anyone who might be grieving, uh, if there are any strained relationships between um, children and their fathers, today I know could have been particularly sensitive. And we want to lift you up and lift up your hearts and lift up your spirits to let you know that <clears throat> you are not alone. We also want to honor the uh, makeup of every family and if father's day is something that might not uh, re relate to or resonate with you with regard to your family makeup please know that your family is worthy your family is wonderful and it is divine and it is just as god intended and you are loved and you are uh, deeply special and um just want to lift up everyone for whom today might be a difficult day. I'd also like to lift up um, any uh, parents, whether it's the birth parents, adoptive parents, or 
uh, guardians, mentors, anyone who might have a parental role in some in a child's life, and if that sh those children have crossed over, if they have passed away, we lift up any parent in any capacity, regardless of the blood relationship, that they receive healing and are held and know that although their children may not be here earthside, that they are always with them and that no matter where their child might be, they are always a parent, even if their child is not here earthside, they are and further will be a parent. Lift a lift up. Amen. We have another one from the Silly Rabbit. Prayers for healing, family conflict. Hopefully our separation leads to heal our family relationships for the better. And prayers for me to heal, connect more with source and trust in my life purpose. Spirit, we ask that you lift her up and help her on the journey regardless of what the outcome will be, help her to release that desire to even see a specific outcome, to have hope for that, but not to cling to it. And to use this for her own growth, ultimately, so she could be a shining light for others going through the same difficult process Amen. Okay. Well, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, next Sunday service back here, 9 p.m. Eastern on TikTok and YouTube. Also, anywhere you receive a podcast. Uh, if you want to listen to old sermons, you can go here on YouTube at Ask Ivy, click the playlist under Roots Revival. They're all listed there. And um, I just want to encourage you guys to also, should you need it, we'll be doing a midweek prayer and healing request here on TikTok and YouTube Wednesday or Thursday. So you can also check that out. Thank you, Reverend Danny, Reverend Christina, Spirit, and, and everyone who tuned in tonight. Everybody have a great week. Me too. Thank you so much. And thank you, Chicken Mama, again for your prayers for us. Yes, thank you very much.